1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's about recovery and restoration. The same Bible that teaches us that God's willing to bring recovery and restoration of all that was lost and or stolen from us, also tells us how it happens for us. The Bible says, be it unto you according to your faith. That means for the recovery and restoration that God promises me and you, that he'll do to actually happen in the lives of me and you, we have to believe he'll do it. Since faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, then it's my absolute pleasure to share today's message with you so we can believe that the promise of recovery and restoration is true and gain the faith necessary to receive the recovery and restoration that God wants to do in the lives of me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you about recovery and restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes we in Genesis chapter 12. Now we pick up at verse 7. You know, I'm sure she didn't really notice that when the, when the when nephew came, that he had already started disobeying God already, showing that there was cracks in his trust. But hey, hey, you know, he, he, he's still moving in the right direction. Verse 7. It says, and the Lord appeared unto Abram, I'm going to add the phrase again, and said, unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. So, here we go again. The Lord appeared unto him, spoke to him. Lord doesn't talk to my man. He done spoke to him. He's responding by going out and building an altar. What you doing? I'm building an altar. Why are you building an altar? Because I'm offering a sacrifice unto God because God spoke to me and I want to demonstrate my commitment to him. I want to demonstrate my trust in him. I want to demonstrate my love for him and I'm going to offer an offering. Well, you go ahead, baby. You go ahead and offer that offering. Praise God. Keep going. Verse eight. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and, and, and that place on the east. And there he built an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. She could hear him too, because remember, this is his wife. She right there with him. As he's saying, you know, Yahweh, your servant is here, obeying you and do what you said to do because of what you said, how you was going to bless me and my family. And she's sitting there like, gone, baby. Because here's something when you know you got a man who got that praise. Glory to God. So you got to imagine, she like getting fired up about this. Verse eight, verse nine. And Abram journeyed going on still toward the south. And there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there. For the famine was grievous in the land. Pause button again. So they doing what they supposed to do in, in her mind, in his mind too. Doing what God told them to do. God's going to lead me where to go. They run into a famine where it looks like there's not going to be enough stuff. We not, might not have all the stuff that we need. But then he says, don't worry, baby. We're going down to Egypt. Because there we're going to be able to have provision. And she's like, all right, I got a man that looks out for me. I got a man that cares about me. I got a man that's not going to leave me in back and have me putting like, you know, you know, cheap clothes on my back. I got a man that wants to go and make sure I'm taken care of. So he already got a plan. I got a man with a plan that's already going to do what's necessary to be able to make sure I'm taken care of. Y'all ain't with me up in here today. Praise God that I'm taken care of. So she like geeked, fired up, like, all right, now I'll follow you, baby, wherever you want me to go. Pause button off. And there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass when he, was, when he came near to enter Egypt. They ain't there yet. And that he said unto Sarah, his wife, uh, <laughs> yo, uh, behold, baby, behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. She like, "Oh, you're so sweet." He calling me fine." She got all fired up, but he kept going, "Therefore, I, it shall come to pass that when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, "This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive." And she's like, "Oh, I don't want that to happen to you, baby." You care for me, I care for you. So what what should I do? Say, I pray thee, that thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. So he gave her a proposition that says, look, baby, just say that you're my sister and they won't kill me with your fine self. Just tell them this that I'm asking you to do. Tell them I'm your sister, that I'm your brother. That way they won't hurt me so I can be able to fulfill what God has in store for us to do. But I'm going to be blessed because of you. No, you hear what she's saying? He's saying to her because of you. I know she's thinking like, hey, You've been taking care of me. You've been looking out for me. I'll take care of you. I'll look out for you. I'll tell them that you're my sister. I'm your sister, and you're my brother. Now, keep your finger here. Go over to Genesis chapter twenty. So I said, "Boy, wait a minute. That's his wife. He been trying to get her to lie." Verse twelve of chapter twenty says, "And yet indeed she is my sister." She is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mama. And she became my wife. So, she is actually his, was, I should say, his sister. So, so but they got married. Because, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was that kind of stuff going on. Whereas, you know, you know Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. Y'all don't know nothing about what I'm talking about, do you? Praise God. And so yeah, there was his sister. But it, like they still got married, you know. I don't y'all didn't come from neighborhoods where people found out later on down the line that was their cousin. Y'all don't know nothing about them, none of this. So anyway, that's kind of stuff happened. It was happening back then, it's still happening now. Praise God. You know, point is, is that when he asked her to do that, it wasn't like he was asking her to lie. You know? <laughs> because they had the same father. They just had different mothers. So, so it is, you know, true, kind of, technically. You know, I mean, if you want to get, like, you know, technical, it, yeah, that is the sister. So it's not like she's, she be lying. She just be lying. <laughs> ain't like she's like lying, she but she is like lying, so yeah, you know. but with God, I don't care if it's a white lie,'t care if it's a big lie, I don't care if it's a big just you know but choreographed, you know, sent out and you know ran through the you know see what the people think about the lie before I tell it, you know, like some politicians do <laughs> Come on, don't matter, it's still a lie, you demonstrate you don't have no trust in me go back to genesis chapter 12 please genesis chapter 12 verse 12 therefore it shall come to pass when the egyptians shall see thee that they will say they shall say this is his wife and they will kill me but they'll save thee alive baby say i pray thee thou art my sister that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. Well, it came to pass when the Abram was come into Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman that she was very fair, which means she was fine in a mug. And the princes also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh, which means they bragged on her before Pharaoh. Man, i seen this chick down there that's like so. She's fine. He said, well, you know, who, who, who's, who is she? Oh, it's just Abram's sister. And the woman was taken in the pharaoh's house. So he sent her back there and went we and go get her. Bring her back here to me. Now, can I put a pause button right here? I'd imagine that when she first told this lie, that she figured it ain't really no, no big deal. I mean, I'm just going. I'm just trying to protect my man. That's all. I mean, God had already told us that this is what's going to happen. That I, that you know, we're going to have, we're going to be blessed, and people are going to be blessed through us, and we're going to have our kids finally, and we're going to be able to hassle some some kids and all that kind of stuff. You know, she she just said this, thinking that everything's going to work out well. She's doing what a man said to do. She just obeying, operating like she's supposed to, submitting. But she had no idea when she submits, she was going to get something she wasn't expecting. <laughs> Because now here these people come, to see Israel, here these people come in order to be able to snatch him up, snatch her up, and take her back to Pharaoh while Abram is still there. Now, once again, read the Bible like these are real people. Ladies in the house, say, hey. You done just told this story thinking that you're protecting your man. And it worked. you, partook, you, you protected your man. But Anytime you cross the line and do something other than what God said do and lie, it still opens the door for something to happen to you that wasn't supposed to happen to you. Because whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he so reap? Play on the dark side, you're going to receive darkness in your life. Does that make sense to anybody over here? And so now she ended up being taken away. Now, even though there's no scriptures that have any words in this, come on, let, just, you know, let your imagination go for a second because these is real people here. And she like, hey, here they come back. And then when they come back, and they say, come on, Sarah, you're going with us. She's like, where? They say, you're going to Pharaoh. Pharaoh wants to see you. And she's like, well, then come on, Abram. And they said, no, not him. You. I bet you in her mind, she's thinking like, uh-uh. And they taking away she might have been, I don't know, she might have been waiting for him to say something. Looking over him like, ain't she going to say nothing? But see, now he can't, what he going to say? What he going to say? No, that's my wife. Wait a minute, that's what had him had her lying in the first place, thinking he going to get killed. And so he, he, a, he between a rock and a hard place now. And even worse, she sitting there, and the man who was there to look out for her, protect her, come through for her, now ain't protecting her, coming through for her and providing for her. But he's standing there watching her get took away, put on a horse. Maybe, maybe even, could you imagine if she, no, let's just do, she on the horse right, but she's still looking back, waiting on her man to say something. Wait no man to do something. I mean, come on, do the peep, pull out a knife, cut somebody's ear off, something. Sign. But ain't no actions happening. And she riding away. And just like in the natural, as she's riding off into the sunset. And she looking back at her man. He getting smaller and smaller. And smaller and smaller and smaller. I, I probably squinting and more. Come on, ladies. Come on in here with me. More. Neck got loose. I've been betrayed. And it don't stop there because she's brought to Pharaoh's house. We read verse 15 says the princes also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. Now, when they say it was taken into Pharaoh's house, what that meant is that they was prepared for Pharaoh to now include her in his harem of wives. So now she led to some place she never thought she would be. Now being undressed from what she you know, knew for herself, being prepared, bathed, washed, Oiled, hair combed, makeup put on, probably she probably ain't never had makeup on in her life. She got now getting makeup put on her all kinds of stuff. Maybelline, you know, Max Factor, whatever. You know, she she, she going through things that she never thought that she would ever go through. Dealing with things that she never thought she would have to deal with. Because this man getting dressed to be undressed and be wived, which in this case would be raped by this man I don't even know because of this man I got. And and in the natural has no reason in the world to believe that this relationship is ever going to be restored. And if the truth is anywhere near told, even if she had the chance to restore it. Remember the last time she saw him, he was like this. (laughs) So might not want to, might say, yeah, bring me back to him for a second or so so I can do what I want to do to him. But not so that I could be with him. Because all the anguish I went through, all the hurt I went through, all the pain I went through, all the heartbreak I went through, all the fear I went through, all the anticipation and, and, and exhilaration and exhaustion I went through. And, and, I'm, and I'm unsettled all these days, all this time that I'm there. Because the Bible don't say how long he was there. It was unsettled all the time that I was there. And I'm dealing with this unsettledness and all that. Before I was in peace, I was excitement about this future that I got in store for me. Now I got this old jacked up situation that I'm dealing with. I never thought I would do. We pick up. Where we at, y'all? What verse we in? Okay. We well, my page done turn on me. Praise God. So, verse sixteen says, "And he entreated Abram well for his sake, and he had sheep and oxen and he asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels." Can I put a pause on this? Which means that now, homie, getting over in relationship to other stuff he getting things receiving things to make his life better and once again they took him from they took her from abram under the premise that this is his sister so don't you think they told his sister about what i'm doing for your brother because of you don't you think word came to her about how he is updating his Facebook, smiling with this new person. Taking pictures while they out on a vacation and you ain't never been on vacation with them in how long? And they, do, they seem to be doing even better now than they were even when I was there. And I'm the one that covered your butt? And, and you doing, you, What? Don't think this made things better. That probably made the other eye squint. One of them was already down. Now the other one is squinting. It's like, oh see, "Oh, see." But somebody say but the Lord God is good. Cuz God can cause a restoration to happen. When a relationship is jacked up. Verse 17 says, "And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house." and great plagues because of Sarah. Listen to how God calls her. Abram's wife. He said, I don't care what happened, that's Abram's wife. Okay, huh? what lie was told in order for this situation to get like this? That don't change, that's Abram's wife. That which I put together, let no man tear asunder. And Pharaoh called Abram. After being plagued, great plagues coming on him because of Sarah's wife, which means he even got revelation why it was happening. It's this chick you got sitting up here. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, what is this that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Huh? Why saidst thou she is thy, my sister? so I might have taken her to be my wife. Now, therefore, behold thy wife. Take her. <laughs> and go thy way. Can I hood it? Get out of here. Let the doorknob hit you where the good Lord splits you. And take this chick out here. She ain't fine to me no more. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. So that I means all the stuff got that got that that he received after jamming her, he get to keep that stuff too. So that I means that person might come home with that same outfit you saw on that on that Facebook that they that the other person bought them. They might come driving home. Had you walking, had you catching buses, riding with other people. Come driving in that new car that they got while they had played you. Now he said, take your woman and get up out of here. Now, Folk used to say, I wish I was a fly on the wall so that I could understand what kind of conversation went on between the two of them when they got brought back together. Because the Bible don't say nothing about her wanting to get back together. I ain't saying she didn't. It just don't say nothing about that. Here one man jammed her, gave her to another man, he called homie back, gave him back to her. She still ain't got nothing to do with this other than to be like a uh, 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 cracker jacks pass around box. But that don't mean she ain't got feelings. That don't mean that she ain't feeling something. Come on, y'all. Come on, let me modernize it. That don't mean that she ain't feeling some kind of way. That don't mean she ain't feeling some kind of way. And for some reason or another, I'm sure he would have had opportunity to hear about it. God restored Sarah to Abram, but he also restored their relationship. Proof that he restored it is that later on in scripture, later on down the line, she had his child. I don't know what grade you got in biology, but in order to have somebody's child, There had to be some physical relationship that went on. There had to be something that went on. (laughs) With the one that played you so hard, had you almost raped by another man, then he going to be like, baby. But God can restore relationships back to the way that they were before all this crap went down because oh, she just following him just happy to do whatever he say do she just with him and just glad to be there and, when, and I got this man of God and so excited about it too but then something changed but God said I can restore that I can even restore it back to the way it's supposed to be see God had to restore the relationship for her to be a later on have homie child Because she'd have been like, you didn't have no child before I went. (laughs) And you ain't going to have no child after. I don't know the reason why first time, because we tried. Ain't no trying going to go on now. Not the way you played me. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. God tells us in his word that recovery and restoration is what he wants to do for us including the recovery and restoration of relationships that were lost and or stolen from us. The Word of God shows enough examples of His doing it for others to believe that He'll do it for me and you too. So let's take God at His Word and let Him do in our lives what He promises He'll do, that is bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. If you want to hear a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 that's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be more than glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow For more of this life-changing words we have in store for you, call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed.
0: See you tomorrow.